home button and the power off at the same time. You got a screenshot. Do I talk to you or do I talk to them? Sorry. Do your job! My mom was right about you. Did he tag you? No. He did. I've had three nervous breakdowns since I started this job three years ago. I'll get you a Malamar. Yes, get me a Malamar. Get That's you. what I just said. Yes. You're giving me anxiety. Richard. I get you. I get. Can you see me? No, not yet. <laughs> okay, but now you will. I can Yay. see Richard Kind. Hello. How are you, Jeffrey? I am doing so good. Uh, second time we've spoken in a couple of weeks. I'm what do we do, Bellman? Yeah, we did the Bellman, yeah. So, and you're friends with the Tony guy Ziscano. who I was... Yeah, with Tony. And I just spoke to Tony about three interviews ago. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, Oh, he's a good guy. He's my best friend of 20 years. He lives in Salt Lake. I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, wait, so you're very close. So you get to see him a lot. We or are... you used to anyway. Well, no, we talk every day on Zoom. We must talk oh, three or four times a day. Also, other critics. My friend in Detroit, my friend in uh, everywhere. We, with Zoom, is, it's a new world. It really is. I don't know. It is unbelievable. Thanks for talking to me again, Richard. This is such a you thrill. Bet. And uh, let's talk about the social ones. Uh, it's about five biggest influencers on the internet, and they meet at a photo shoot. <laughs> no, I am the architect of the world of the internet, starting way back in the 70s is probably when I came to, to power and sort of started it all. I am now a di in the movie, I'm now a dinosaur. I, um, it's, you know, I have no, no influence at all. These five people do. Okay. At the beginning of this interview, it was very difficult for me to get onto this particular Zoom. That is my life now when it comes to the internet. I am an idiot. I might as well be drawing pictures on a cave. My kids are my tech support. And, and yet in this movie, I play somebody who started it all. And that's who I am. So when I memorize the lines, you're really seeing some acting. <laughs> because I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Well, you know, it's all about social media and about uh, communicating with, with their fans and their own special genre. So do you have social media anxiety like they do in the movie? Yes, but their social media anxiety comes from a different place. If they are not accepted by others through social media, they are upset. I get upset because I don't know the button to push to see where they are. They have millions. I have four followers they have millions um okay here's what i do every morning i get up i look at my phone i see first who has uh texted me then i see the myriad of emails that i've gotten of which 98 percent are junk you know they're, they're still sending me things to take a cruise uh and then i see maybe whose name i know who tried to contact me who i know personally and every once in a while, I go on tweet. I don't know Instagram well. I should. And Facebook, I don't need to see those old friends. I don't need, I don't need people from when I was in elementary school. So I sort of keep away from that one. And The Social Ones is a mockumentary. And I would think this is ideal for actors and comedians because you have the element of improv, right? 
I did not improvise. Yet, usually when you improvise, you have to know, have an area of expertise of where you're coming from. So you have to know what you're talking. I could have double talked. I don't even know enough. If I knew enough about technology, I could probably double talk it. I memorized every single word that they wrote because those words, in, uh, I, not influenced, but informed my character. Otherwise, I'm just an idiot. I'm the idiot that's talking right now. I had to know where I was coming from. Yeah, but you started in Chicago in theater in Chicago, and you never did any improv groups or anything. No, I was, I was, oh, I was Second City. Yeah, I was four and a half years. That's what I thought. <laughs> but but when you get out on stage and you improvise, you got to sound like you know what you're talking about. I was just saying, this is about a man whose life was devoted to the internet and started. He was he was the Bill Gates of it all. But he's a, even weird. He's weird, weird, weird. Bill Gates, if he's going to talk about something, comes from an informed place. Richard Kind does not know that neighborhood. So I had to have somebody else. I couldn't have improvised this at all. These kids who, who, did, who were the influencers, they know enough about computers and, and, and uh, social media. I don't. I don't know anything about it. And when I have a problem, I yell for my son or daughter to come and help me. Well, you know, you're keeping busy while in quarantine. Uh, you have a musical podcast, Little Did I Know? That's right. I do. And it's very good. I haven't heard it all, but I, when I was doing it, I, I really enjoyed it. And one of the people who was in it is a YouTube star. So. More social media. <laughs> More social media. I mean, I'm surrounded by it. I have to accept it, which I do. I used to take it as a bit of pride that I didn't accept it, now I accept it. Uh, 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 you know, I once did a piece for Stephen Colbert where I, I went to a, a YouTube convention. I was his senior youth correspondent. And I interviewed all these people about YouTube, some of whom were YouTube stars with millions of followers. And I could be disparaging about them, about some people who want to be YouTube stars. These people worked 14 hours a day on content, on publicity, on getting their face and their name out there. They worked really hard. And to them, I, I applaud them. That they did hard work and that uh, they deserve the fame they have. I'm a huge fan of Stephen Colbert. And what I really admire about him, he always brings up his days of improv in Chicago. You know, he always talks about... Second City. Yeah, yeah. He, he talks about all the different techniques he's done. He always brings that element. You can see it come through his show, especially during his monologue. It's just, it's alive and well. He's, he was a magnificent improviser when I used to see him. He and Steve Carell used to just riff off each other. And because, look, I was talking about, you have to come from a a place where you know what you're talking about. These guys were so smart that they could improvise with each other, get the references, top each other, look forward to topping each other. That's what good improv is about. You got to be smart when you do improv. And when it comes to social media, I am not smart. I am, in fact, stupid. You ever see the movie Charlie with Cliff oh, Robertson? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I am Charlie <laughs> as far as social media. That's who I am. Well, Charlie, uh, I'm a big fan of Bob's Burgers, and you were recently playing Jules, stealing yeah. Hot Top Girls. How was that experience? I mean, ah, uh, that was great. 
that was that's we were in the studio. Everybody was there. We used to. That was a. It's such a funny show. I was very proud to be on it. You know, when I get to do stuff like that or uh, Big Mouth, and I'm working with people who are leading the way in comedy today, and uh, and you know, I was there on TV with a, a lot of people, and I used to be the leader. Now I can ride the coattails of people like Nick Kroll and John Mulaney and uh, uh, the guys over at Bob's Burgers. I'm lucky enough to be on um, American Dad. These are, I, it's really thrilling for me that they, number one, they, it's enough they use me. They know that I'm alive. It's really a nice thing. It's good. And I'm a huge fan of Serious Man. Uh, do fans come up and say, I'll be out in a minute? Do they, do they quote that to you? <laughs> I get that every once in a while with Curb. I get uh, crispy onions. It's very funny when I when I get in, uh, uh, guys from Big Mouth. They come out and go uh, uh, scallops. So it's very it's it's hilarious what uh, what their shorthand is. And I get it from all sides. I mean, the people who watch Big Mouth do not watch Curb, and the people who uh, watch Curb were not people who saw Inside Out or. Uh, Although they are the people who saw Serious Man. <laughs> and uh, finally today, Richard, uh, do you have any memories of Fred Willard? Because I was a huge fan of his. Oh, you don't understand. I, we just talked about Second City. My first day at Second City was his first day doing a special that we recorded for the precursor of HBO. I think it was called On TV. And we, we did a, a show of old sketches from Second City, and he was there. I got to know him then, uh, and his beautiful wife, Mary, who he loved so much, and it was so great. I knew his daughter, Hope, back when she was running around and, you know, in diapers, and now she's in her 30s. I, I loved Fred so much, and I got to work with him. He put together a little group in L.A. of me and a guy named Lance Kinsey, uh, where we did sketches. Then I did two uh, improv movies with him, uh, one directed by Jeff Garland, one directed by Lance, written and directed. Uh, Fred was, Fred had kindness in him. Fred was curiously conservative in his comedy and curiously as out there as anybody could possibly imagine. He was, there was something off about, about the, uh, Fred that made him endearing and made him a genius. And yet he coupled it with kindness. He could be cynical and kind all in the same breath. Where does that come from? And he was one of those was, comedians where everything he did was himself and he played it straight. You know, he always, he just came through, it just shined. And I'm, I was 10 years old when I first saw Fernwood Tonight and yeah. I couldn't understand the humor. I didn't understand it until I was old, but I just loved Fred. I loved Kenneth Mars, and I just loved that show, and Martin Mull, and my family couldn't understand what this 10-year-old would want to watch this show at 11 o'clock at night back in the 70s. Yes, there are some things that just, if we are cursed with the idiot genetics that you and I are cursed with, that are drawn to such comedy, whether or not we understand what it is, we get the, uh, the gestalt of it all, the large picture of what they're doing and he he embodied that as does martin mull yeah well richard kind thank you so much for joining me today again this has been a total thank thrill you, and uh thank you and good luck with the social ones and come visit us in las vegas when we reopen that we'd love to have you I can't wait <laughs>
Can't wait. Okay. Thank See you. you later. Be well. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye.